Please join with me, brothers and sisters, in extending yep. a warm Washington, D.C. vibration. podcast yo once again we're back in the building on the south side right now man came smoothdale alabama avenue to get south side we in on the south side of dc you know we bought black broadway we bought u street all the way down to the south side you know what i'm saying for a very special episode with one of u street's most lit just <laughs> providers of foolishness yo the number one bartender Shit, in my opinion, in the world. Definitely you know the number saying. one on U Street. Definitely running U Street with an iron fist. April Nicole, a.k.a. Steady Killing Them. Say what's up, baby. Hello, everyone. Right. Steady Killing Them. On the couch, sipping as we speak. Sip the bartender it. always has to have the drink, the first drink. <laughs> so that flash shit, baby, sipping as we speak, yo. So here we go, man. It's episode five, man. Like I said, <laughs> yo. I want to shout out everybody that's been listening, that's been rocking with Black Broadway Podcast, man. I mean, we've really been rolling. We've really been doing this shit, man. And congratulations so, on uh, your fifth episode. Thank you. Yo, this is the fifth of the, like, season. This is actually episode 15. Oh, okay. Like, all together. You know okay. what I'm saying? We had a whole bunch of beta time. We had 10 beta episodes before we really figured this thing out. Okay. You know, I said I'm going to give myself 10 episodes to call myself. <laughs> right. So now, this episode five, I feel legit. I'm right now. So you know Money. what I'm saying? I'm in there. We're yeah. doing this, yo. Everybody that was back, episode four had the streets buzzing. Episode four, we interviewed the original members of Two Live Crew, the OG Two Live Crew. Like, we nice had the brothers. They was in DC. They came through and rocked with us. They was cool as shit, man. Fucking Fresh Kid Ice and Brother Marquise, man. They had mad stories about crazy shit and DC locked door stripper party. You know, two live crew. I can believe it. Oh, you know, they went crazy out here. So those dudes was cool as shit. If you haven't checked that episode out, make sure you go to blackbroadway.com, B L V C K Broadway.com, and check out all the episodes. Listen to that one and all 15 other episodes, man. They're right there for you, man, for real. Big shout out to my man Rodell and uh, Rock Solutions for making that whole thing happen. Shout out to Kiki, too. I seen these motherfuckers a week ago. They went to NASDAQ and rung the opening bell at the stock exchange. Oh, that's big shit. <laughs> big boy shit on the, on, the, on the side of the screen in Times Square and all that. And I was like, yo, I was just in the room with two live crew in them last week. Shit was crazy, man. So that was episode four. Man, that shit got a big response, too. Man, shout out to everybody that listened to that, all the people from all over the world. I'm talking about Mexico, Indonesia, Japan. Okay. 
Netherlands. Yeah, 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 a little bit, man. Like every every time I post an episode, I'm just so surprised to see where people is listening to this from, man. Shout out to all my international listeners. Big shout out to my UK masses and my Canada crew. Because I know y'all up there, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm, I'm glad you have, you're reaching so many types and places of people totally. because some of the things that I have to say not only apply to uh, the consumers in D.C., mm. but this is, I'm sure, bartenders all across mm. the globe who mm. hustle for their money and it's some things that y'all drinking customers need to know. Some, shit, some shit we need to get off our chest. And I'm going to say we because I'm going to speak <laughs> to y'all as a whole on behalf of all irritated Pissed off, aggravated, charged up bartenders. We are ready to go. I might lose some of y'all at this point. I don't care because you're probably going to tip it anyway. So, we're ready to go. Before I unleash you, before I let you out here on the world, just unleash your wrath, (laughs) I got to send a couple more shout outs. I got to keep it friendly with a couple more. Yeah, I was getting, I got in my skin a little bit. I got emotional, but I let him continue. But it's coming. There's going to be plenty of time for that. Okay. We just get it started. Like Broadway, episode five, get with it, all right? So, like I said, before we even go too deep into all of that, I got to say, this whole entire past week since the last, since the Two Live Crew episode, man, I found myself at some great events. Like I was telling April, yo, Hennessy has been like sponsoring my life the past fucking week. Like, big shout out to Milton, brand ambassador for DC and Hennessy, man. That man is on the scene at all the events. He's out there doing his thing, man. One of the big events that happened this past week, Kendrick Lamar came to town. Kendrick Lamar had come to town uh, earlier this month, or earlier in October, should I say, and he performed at the Kennedy Center with the National Symphony Orchestra. Everybody that went out to that, man. I loved it. Yo, I, you went out to that? I was there. Oh, I loved shit, it. look at you. No, 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 so I'm sorry, bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking of the Nas one. That's oh, okay. Yo, so this is something that they're doing every year, though. They have not, they had Nas last year. year right. This year they had Kendrick. I'm dying to see who's next, you know what I'm saying? But, like, the National Symphony Orchestra at the Kennedy Center performed with Kendrick Lamar. But he came back to D.C., um, earlier in November, I was, I don't know, what was that, the Thursday? The Lincoln Theater? Yeah, the Lincoln Theater. He was at the Lincoln Theater for the Kuntas Grooves uh, tour or whatever, and it was lit. We had an event called Kuntas Culture that was sponsored by the good folks of Reebok, man. Big shout out to Reebok. Reebok showed love. Reebok had the whole city in crispy, all-white Reebok classics with the gum yeah. sole. I know you see me, like... Yeah, that's back in my day. I yo, that, I hadn't had a pair of Reebok classics since 1993. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Had them joints on. And not only did I have a but everybody at the event, we all came out in unison, rocking the Reebok. Shout out to Dez Next Door for putting on a great brunch. Shout out to Hennessy for sponsoring the drinks and the food and everything. And it was just a beautiful thing, man. All the local people that helped make that happen. All the big big wigs that's really moving the culture forward, man. My man Ian of Blind Wino. My man Scooby, of course. Rock Creek Social Club. And my man Dub Ellington Felton. Man, those brothers really made that happen, man. That was a great event. I'm really proud. And I look forward to, you know, going to much more of those. You know what I'm saying? I was sitting at the table with, like, the whole D.C. creative community. It was crazy. I was sitting with my man Chris Benjamin from 1226 Studios. Big mm-hmm. shout-out, Chris. I was sitting with Morgan from a creative D.C. Yo, big shout-out to Morgan. She's mad cool, man. She's cool people. And I was sitting with uh, Mel from uh, Rock Your Weasels, man. Like, natural hair blogger, somebody who's really killing it, yo. She's 
really on the scene. And I'm like, okay, I didn't even know y'all before I sat down and had right. these, these drinks. So now we out here. So, yo, that was a great event. It brought the whole city together. I can't wait for more, man. And big shout out to all the creative community in DC, everybody that was there, you know what I'm saying? That, that wasn't there even. Like, Bobby Penn, I see you, Lauren. Big shout out to you. You out there doing it, yo. You everywhere. I see you, bro. Big shout out to my man, Pat is dope. It's a rap, Jake. Big shout out again to a creative DC. All these organizations, they really are helping like push this creative movement in DC forward and just giving us and all the platform. Is, DC is, is really becoming, it's, it's really getting out there. Don't let April be shy at me, but she is quite the accomplished artist, yo. <laughs> like I'm sitting here in this fly-ass pad that she literally has is responsible for almost all the art in this joint. <laughs> like this shit is crazy. Like it's ridiculous, yo. It's definitely Picasso baby status in here, yo. Fuck, what, what is it? My art, my heart? My art, my heart. All right, At yeah. My art, my At my art, my heart on Instagram. Go buy some of them pieces, man. You know what I'm saying? So for real, like the creative community in D.C. is rolling. And like I said, we need everybody to join up and, and comment and kick back some words. Like, rock with us, man. We're trying to rock with y'all. Like, this Black Broadway. We want to have dialogue. We want to open up like a platform for everybody to discuss their creative ideas and what they're doing. And if you're having a party, if you're having an art show, if you, whatever you're doing, like, let us know. We're going to do it. Go to the website, blvckbroadway.com, and sign the email list, listen to all the episodes, and let us hit you with this um, newsletter that we're doing every week. I drop one on Monday. We got another one coming out next one. It's going down. Get with it. Blackbroadway.com. Make sure you hit us up, for real. So, hey, that's my intro right there. That's you know, <laughs> that's the people I need to get out of the way real quick. I just need to do shit, that. This shit, great acknowledgement. Yeah, just real quick, just real quick. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a little bit more professional about this. I gotta, you know, I gotta reach out and touch the people before I start getting drunk and talking shit, like you know, because that's kind of where this is going. It's that's better. cool, and I meant to ask, um, is profanity allowed? But then, of course, yeah, it is. It's yeah. Because I'm drinking. I don't know. I don't think I held back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's when I'm most comfortable, when I can use the pot in my mouth. You know what? I love it when a guest asks, is profanity allowed? And I'll be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this shit. Yo, but before we go even super high, yo, like I said, always with Black Broadway, we try to educate y'all a little bit about things that's going on in the world that, you know, I can definitely say are important. And that, you know are going to have an impact on you in one way or another, but it's just about you being knowledgeable of these things in the way that, you know, this system is kind of trying to play you, and that's playing. Like, one of the big things that happened recently was this whole protest at Missouri State University. Man, big shout-out to my man, Casey Will. When I was writing this story, I was thinking about Casey Will. This is the best dice-shooting, nerdy-ass nigga I ever met in my life, man. This man has thrown all sevens on you all night and with a fucking tie and Stacey Adams, bro. It's my guy, Casey. And he went to Mizzou. He was a Missouri Tiger. Black dude, really stand-up guy. Stand-up accountant, man. We've been out AC, all this together, man. But I was thinking about him when I was reading this story because Missouri right now is going through some super racial shit even since Mike Brown. You know what I'm saying? That's That was in Missouri. That's not, let us not forget. So Missouri State, Missouri University, or University of Missouri, I'm not sure which was the proper way to say it. Their chancellor and their whole administration had just been on some racist shit, like, for years. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the student body 
was really, you know, mobilized to really make something happen. And they did the smartest thing that they could possibly do. They mobilized the football team, and the football team said, we're not going to play until y'all get this right, until right. y'all remove this chancellor, until the president stepped down. We are not playing. And yo, the white folks was not having that. They was like, no. <laughs> anything, but the, anything but the Tigers. You got it. You got it. Tom, you got to go. Right. Don't fuck with, they don't fucking play with that, man. And that was the smartest shit they could have done. Hit the people exactly where it hurt, yo, for real. Because the NCAA raping them anyway. They ain't, playing the, they ain't paying the players. Right. And then you got to go to a racist institution and put up with all of that bullshit. I don't know, man. And then try to be your best at the same time. Right, exactly. And hope that the NFL picks you up and decides to pay you maybe, you know what I'm saying? That's like a one in a million chance. Right. Shit is terrible, man. So, like, I really respect those kids. And I'm proud of those kids for, man, taking that stand. And I really think that that's important for a lot of other people in a whole bunch of other segments of population to do. Y'all take advantage. Realize you got more power than you think, yo. Like, if you decide to stop spending your money with these people, if you decide to stop generating income for these people that have no respect for you, then I'm telling you, things are going to change. The dynamic of that relationship is going to change. Because they want your money. They don't want nothing else for real. (laughs) They want your paper. That's it. So, at the end of the day, whatever they got to do to get it is what they're going to do. And at this point in time, they don't got to do much to get our paper. You know what I'm saying? So that's how. Yeah, we just buy anything. Whatever. Yeah, you tell us it's cool, we on it. You know what I'm saying? So niggas can't live like that, man. And on another note, if people try to play you, don't let this Ben Carson dude play y'all, man. It's that every week he just says some dumber and dumber shit. So he put out an ad. You know how, like, they put out ads, like, for political campaigns. And it'd be like a person talking and it's a lot of statistics and shit like that. Right. I guess Ben Carson wanted to do an ad to connect to the black community. So why the ad is like a full-blown rap. Like, vote for Ben! We gonna win! Awesome. I mean, and, and that's so... <laughs> awesome disrespectful shit! Because like, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's not the only way to communicate. That's the only way to communicate to understand is yeah. to go through some, some fucking rap yeah. music and trying to be cool and mm-hmm. down and hip and making yourself look like an asshole in the process. Yeah. That's actually is a big turn off. I'm not the political type. I'm not into the whole political shit. Like I said, it doesn't direct me, I feel. might be ignorant to say or think. Nah. But anything that does that not affect me daily directly Mm -hmm. i kind of don't buy into read into think about too much but just hearing about that itself is a little irritating and and, i mean and it's kind of like uh, a slap in the face like you know it's just ignorant it's an ignorant way of of, of, it's an ignorant way of thinking about your own people Mm -hmm. that this is the only way because all of us are not into rock music everybody is not sitting around with their pants hanging off and this is not the only way you have this is not the only line of communication for your people. The shit was disrespectful. And then he tried to distance himself from it like he wasn't responsible for it. Sure like, he was. You know what I'm and because if, if someone else had did it, of course, it would have been a big uproar. He mm-hmm. would have had a problem. Right. They should look at it like, now what if somebody else did this type of foolishness? Mm-hmm. How would I have taken that? And he would have ran with it 
and and turned it into something negative. But instead, he's doing it himself. Right. Not a good look. This is not a good look at all to to like cool for these Republican Party voters like who don't really care about you anyway, yo. Bro, that shit is whack. But then I mean, you do got. I mean, this is the same person that's admitting admitting that he's been in gangs. Yeah. So, I'm I mean, you, how much yo, can you expect? Did you ever read that book, uh, Gifted Hands by Ben Carson? You ever heard of it? Nope. All right. So, this man wrote an autobiography. You know you know his whole story. He's a neurosurgeon. He's he's famous for actually separating Siamese twins that was joined at the head, at the brain. Okay. He was the first person to, like, successfully pull that off. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, he's brilliant. Kudos to that. Shout out to you, Ben Carson. You that dude. So, when I was a kid, right? This man was like a hero. He was like that dude because he's the first motherfucker to do that and he's black. So, my grandpa, I'm, I'm a young fuck up and my grandma didn't know I like to read books. So, they made me read his book and all his story is I'm a gangbang. I, you know, I do this. I did all that. I, I stabbed the dude and then I somehow miraculously went to West Point and John Hopkins and now they coming out saying that that whole shit is a lie and it's fucked up. It's a little fucked up for me. That's a part that, of my which childhood. Which part is a lie? That he was just gangbanging all this? I think that they're calling it to question that whether or not his his life or his disciplinary record was as rough as he say it was. Because how did you end up getting offered a scholarship to West Point if you were allegedly stabbing people at the same time? So they try to just basically say that he's, he's exaggerating his trouble. And the thing that the, 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 the funny thing about that, even if he is exaggerating his troubles, which cause is it for? Is it to draw sympathy right. and make someone draw into you? I'm gonna tell you, help me as a kid. Or uh-huh. is it supposed to make you seem like this real person that other people can connect with? Yeah. Is that the whole idea behind oh. even keep blasting that what you used to be? Or is it meant to motivate in saying that I was this one person? At this time, but look what I accomplished. That's how I took it. So it it depends, mm-hmm. I guess, on how a person perceives the mm-hmm. message overall. Yeah. But what is his? It also depends. What is his reason for putting it out there in the ways that he does? Because you have to know, yeah. you got different types of people listening, and what they're going to take from it matters, and that's what's going to help or break you as far mm-hmm. as you running and campaigning and all these things that's that you're doing. Do. And you know this whole the, the whole party, the whole, all the rest of the candidates. They vicious liars too. So they just try to find, they try to catch him in a lie. You know what I'm saying? They they need to find his lie. I mean, the thing about it, he's a black man running for president again. Who wants that again? Of course we do, but you know what I'm saying. I don't want him. We don't want him. We don't want him. (laughs) But at the same time, you have some some people that just for for GP. Right. Fuck it. I don't know shit about politics. You got a lot of people that did not know shit about politics, didn't give a fuck about politics mm-hmm. but guess what mm-hmm. he's black I'm going to vote right. and now we've had him for how many years so you know what right. I mean so Seven. you will have yeah. people that will vote for him just because he's right. black for the sake of it even though he might be the person to bring the country down we never know yo he just got secret service protection today he's officially on now <laughs> like, he's, a, he's officially on now man. he got secret service man this shit wild man like yo y'all stay the fuck woke man don't let these people trick you because i don't i see the trick bag coming for this election and i'm just looking at the whole situation like damn man they really about to put who they want in office right now it's not really the people aren't going to have the same voice that, that we used to have. And 
I think everybody need to wake up and realize, man, that yo, you gotta, you know, take some action. That's all I'm saying. Look at this shit and say, yo, damn, I can't let it go down like this. Because if I do, then they'll just have anybody running this country. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I got to at least say I had a, I, I came out, I, I said my say. I'm not one to think that my say matters a whole fucking lot right. when it comes to this whole game. Because I know it's powers that be that's way larger than any shit that we're doing. But the fact that you can come out here and you can still be a person and have a voice. And you can still act up and you can still fuck it up a little bit. Man, take advantage of those opportunities. You see somebody doing some foul shit, speak up about it. That's what we doing on Black Broadway all day. I'll tell you what's foul, too. This is my last story right here. Fucking FanDuel, man, and, and DraftKings. You ever heard of that? Listen, that's like fantasy football and all of that shit, but you get paid. It's, it's gambling. <laughs> they made it illegal. They made it illegal finally in New York State. They've outlawed DraftKings and FanDuel. This for all my dudes who out here... Thought you was going to get rich this season playing fantasy football. I hate to tell you, it's fucked up right now. At least in New York. And they try to set some precedent. So, yo, this week, I think I'm going to go ahead and throw my money out there. Because I don't know how long it's going to last. So, y'all stay awake and stay aware of that shit, man. Because they try to set them up for the fall. And I mean, at the end of the day, they right. It is gambling. But what the fuck, man? Like, you got to have some way to make some money out here. I was about to say, I mean, what the fuck is a big deal? <laughs> I'm, a big I mean, deal. the money's not coming out of their pockets. It's right. coming out of yours or whoever's choosing to, to, you know, you know what you're getting yourself into when you sign up for that type of shit. Everything is a gamble. Thank you. Man. But I guess they want control over everything. See, they want a part and a piece of everything. I love it. And see, this is why I fuck with Barton. Because Barton is having that wisdom. Practical. We hustlers. You that see this shit for what it is. You hustling. You know hustling. it. Hey, listen. We're going to talk about the whole hustle and the bustle and the whole way this shit runs. We're going to talk about, really, we're going to give y'all some valuable information. Make sure you stay tuned. These are the top 10 worst things you can do. And you said you got way more than 10, I right? I got more than 10. She I'm got more than 10. I'm going to go off the top. And even though you want me to do the, the 10 being like the worst Okay. I, I'm going to let you run it. Each one is probably it. the worst. <laughs> exactly. Because it's just so much shit that some of y'all do. Hey, look. That, I, I, I mean. And we got stories. Yeah. We, we, got, stories. we got examples. I have examples. We, we might have to put a PowerPoint together and put it on we, YouTube. We can do that. I have, do's and do, I have do's and don't do's. I have for you new bartenders shit to look out for. To I, I have for you customers the shit that y'all be doing. And the Ooh. reason why y'all walking out of somewhere, you Ooh. done spent a hundred something dollars and you still ain't buzzing. I can tell you why that is. I love um, it. I can just go. Get it right. Just hold <laughs> on to it for a hot second, yo. It's all going down. Episode five. Behind the bar, drunk at the bar, steady killing them. Episode 5, Black Broadway.
gotta worry about her, shorty straight Been chasing her for two days, first 48 Her bad bitch calls, she worth every cent She look like the best money that I ever spent Just watching my cutie pie get beautified Make me want better jewels, a newer ride Louboutin shoes, she got too much pride Her feet are killing her, I call it suicide <laughs> Looking good has the sacrifices Chilly weather brings four-figure jacket prices Her body nice FaceTime, give you that iPhone 4, FaceTime, shorty in the streets, still handle the home, enough class for wine, still handle Patron, when the mother hoes call, I handle the phone, and she handle the tone, <laughs> oh, you what's up girl, ain't gotta ask it, I did them all now, hop out of caskets, they should arrest you, or whoever dress you, ain't gonna stress you, but I'ma let you know girl, you be killing them, you be killing them girl, you be killing them, you be killing them girl, you be killing them. Yeah, I know that's what they all says She got a donkey with a warm ball desk uh, Keep it clean cut like ball heads uh, Been playing with that green long as ball pass So you got a ball harder than the ball players All she wanna know is their mallness Can't fault her, the last nigga fault her But he ain't beat it up, I assault her Should've seen her come to me when I called her Slow strut like she walking to the altar Handbag on her arm, cost four bills and she ain't got a background or still Often imitated, never duplicated They say she a dime, I say she underrated I just met her, so the next solution Did my old chick, execution You suck, girl, ain't gotta ask it I'm okay, I'm with you, I know you are You know what I'm saying? You killed her, you killed her You know what I'm saying? That's how it goes, man We coming back, man, episode 5 Black Broadway, like I said, man it's my privilege, it's my pleasure to be in the building <laughs> with the beautiful, dynamic, Aww. super talented, always real, April Nicole, steady killing them, my heart, <laughs> my heart, firm believer, all of all that. that. <laughs> all, all that. All that, all that. So yeah, we in here, man. Like, okay. And like I said, this is the Sipping As We Speak, mm-hmm. Drunk at the Bar. Behind the bar episode, right. we giving y'all some real tips. We try to educate, we try to help y'all out here. Cause listen, <laughs> DC is a town where dead ass you ain't gonna do nothing else. You gonna have a fucking drink. Especially like <laughs> the, the new DC, so many bars, so many, so many bars, strips, so, so many, many lounges, so many so clubs, many. so many just. If they open up another fucking bar in Shaw. Right. I'm going to throw a rock in somebody's face. Like, what is going on out here? It does not stop. It's something to do 24-7. This is yeah. kind of like baby New York or the new, yeah. the new New York. They trying to turn, they trying to Manhattanize they our little town. You know what I'm saying? And it's they cool. have. They it's have. Cool. They have. You know what I'm saying? They raise the nigga rent crazy out of there. With, you know, as long as they bring us money. You right. <laughs> I'm definitely getting in the new benefit clientele. Seats. I'm getting new you clientele. Right? I'm probably gonna lose some new clientele, some old clientele tonight once I get I, out of business. I, I feel that way every cool. time I do an episode. And it's cool. It's cool. I'll be like, because you'll draw somebody, some new ones in. You're right. Somebody gonna hear this shit and be like, oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that. So me and Akil too, we decided to name DC Drunk City. Drunk City. Drunk yes. City for she, this episode. She had to take her time to write that down. <laughs> so, like I said. We're talking about the top 10 worst things you can do at a bar. These are the top 10 things that you should <laughs> never, ever, 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 ever do when you're at the bar. <laughs> like, 
you're going to get the look from a cute girl like Abel. She going to look at you like you're fucking retarded. And you don't want you know that. You're going to know what that look is right. about. Right. And not only that, the little chick that you brought with you to the bar, her drink going to be weak. She going to have static. Nobody's getting Nobody's getting laid. It's all fucked up. And you spend all this money. You didn't get any cakes. Why? Because Why? you were not wasted enough. Why? Because you did not tip enough. Why? That's the part you have to figure that's out. That's the part. you. And that's Maybe the this part. will help you. This is what's going to help you. This is what's <laughs> going to get you through and make you understand how you got to behave out here in these streets, yo. Yes, so look. It's, it's a science to it. So look. It is a science to it. Thank you for saying that. So look. Before we even get started, let me say, April, I want you to tell everybody where you work. I mean, if you feel like dropping all that, I want you to drop where you at, where the people can find you at, because I'm telling you, you're going to get fans off of this. So <laughs> where you at, where can the people find you at working, what's your, you know, what's your, what's your deal with these streets? Right. Okay. Well, primarily I'm at um, Live, spelled L-I-V. Not the one in Miami, in D.C., 2001, 11th Street, Northwest. Right. I'm there pretty much most of the time. We're not we're not exactly a club. We're more a venue, so um, we do have different types of events. But most chances, you come there, you'll see me there. Um, I also do private parties. I do catering on the side, so you can book me for that as well. And you can um, do that by contacting me via email. My email address is April Nicole, all one word, A P R I L N I C O L E, one five seven at gmail.com. Yeah, you go have an email you. Don't don't have nobody emailing you after you curse before you curse them out. I ain't tripping about that. <laughs> don't we care I about mean, if, if anything, if anything, you should respect the the, the advice because Early. I'm pretty sure you've been to some bar, not my bar. I'm pretty sure you've experienced at one time. This is, is only if you're a bad. Is that tip. the only place you at though? Are you only at live? That's and yeah, that okay. I'm only at live. I mean, sometimes I do you know private things people right. book me for, but I'm mm-hmm. at live all okay. all day every day pretty okay. much. Okay, that's what's up. So now. I guess the next thing I want to know is, what do you feel like is, let's just start it. Let's just go right into it. What do you feel like is the first thing, like the first, the most basic shit that people fuck up in D.C. all the time? With bartenders? At the bar, at with the bar. bartenders. Um, I mean, this could be broken down in, in, in so many different ways. I mean, it's things that, it's things that the bartenders look out for in a customer. All right. Um, like well, first off, you got to be tipping. Right. I don't expect you to tip on every drink. I don't right. expect you to give me fifty dollars so, on one drink. So, what's a good tip? What's a what's a regular what's a regular? All right. A standard standard a, tip. A, a standard tip, and this is in the service industry, hospitality industry, etc. A standard tip is between 15 to 20%, and that's standard. Right. You have people who are generous. So on an $8 drink, or what? what's the average drink in the club, like $8, $10? Depending on where you are, but at like a nightclub, um, the average drink is between, let's say, 8 Eight as much as 15, 16, right. Dep- just depending on where you are. All right, so the, the range is basically from 8 to 15. So the tip should be no lower than... The tip should be no lower than $2 if you already, the range is between 8, eight and right. 15 Bet. I mean, depending on, you know, you might got beer drinks and shit like that, but right. I feel like even, just leave something. 
Don't leave change because it ain't uh, laundry day. I don't need your quarter. People, okay, so this is one key. This is one of the ten. I'm I glad we got on that. We, we might ten. be shifting a little bit, but Let's this go. is one of the ten. Let's go. Do not leave me your coins, <laughs> your hard coins that make noise on the box. Anything that makes noise on the box. It's supposed to be in a bubblegum machine, a vending machine. A I mean, but if machine. I leave it with some bills, I'm cool, right? Just, just keep it. I mean, you just want me to take it? I don't want the change. Oh, I don't, I don't want noisemakers at on my bar. I don't want the. I'm sorry. First of all, we don't even accept don't, change at my bar. Right? Don't so, leave the change up there by itself. But just don't leave it. Period. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I do not want to see it. don't want to change. Yo. I don't. I don't I, care if it's a silver dot, whatever. I don't, don't, don't want need no change. I love it. I, I don't want anything that folds. Okay. Nothing that's ching ching making noise. I, hey, listen. So if you got these uh these golden dollars or whatever the fuck, man, keep them shits at home, my nigga. Because my thing is with that is <laughs> you knew what you was doing when you came out the house. You knew you was gonna have to pay for something tonight. You knew you was gonna have to either buy a drink, pay for parking, oh um. Pay to get in. Pay for the girl that you got for tonight. You You was paying for something. You got a crown royal bag of golden dollars. Exactly. But don't (laughs) bring them to my bar. If you you ever come to live and you do have them, I'm fairly light-skinned. Woman about five seven. Oh I'm the one yo, to not gonna, bring the change. You're gonna to. see her on the grab, yo. Right. We're gonna have we're gonna have Ava on the grab. And just remember yeah, she's yeah. the one that does not want the change. She don't want the change. Yeah, take she it to the other box. Alright, so here's something that I always wanted to like ask and clarify for the people that don't understand. How just how do you go about getting the bartender's attention in a crowded room? What's the right way? What's the wrong? There's plenty of ways to, to get a good bartender's attention because when I, when I say a good bartender, I mean that in the sense of if I've already, and you can vouch for this, Akil, uh-huh. you're a good tipper, you're a good customer, you're a good friend, all, all right. of that great hey. stuff. Um, and all because right. of that, the first thing we remember is two things. There's no gray area. We remember the tippers and the non-tippers because that's all it is in the building. It's two people. Listen, two types it, it's of people. seeming like that's like bottom line out here. Y'all. It is. It's a hustle. It's now, not, you know. Would you say in DC they're not tipping? They're tipping, but some are not tipping appropriately. So, okay. how I, you know, how to get my attention and mm-hmm. get a drink off the break with me is just be great off the break. Cool. Come to me correct. Right. You know what I mean? I'm going to take care of you off the break if you take care of me off the break. Next time you see me, chances are you will never even have to tell me what you're drinking. I'm going to remember your face because of the to tip. I'm going to even remember what you drink, how you like it, and I mean, and any by the time I walk to the bar, my drink is on the bar. And anybody like, knows I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> this yeah, any good fast. bartender can respect and appreciate that and all agree right. with that. Okay. If you are tipping properly, and it's not, I'm, I don't want to make it all about money, but that, that is the, the bulk of it. But still, even if you're just that great customer that's never hassling me, not uh-huh. trying to overdo it, nice. trying to be too suave and just doing too much nice. to make me think that you're about to so, blow big on me. So then. Can, I, can I hit on you behind the bar for behind the bar? No. Um, I, so, okay, that's, that a, that's a part of it, Let's but that's, that's part of that how 10. That so this is number nine. Uh-huh. Cause this is how we, I guess this is how we uh, doing so it. Then. We, we talking, but we gonna hit the. We talking our way into. We talking our way to number one. Right. We yeah, we gonna talk our way to number one. So, right. with that being said, number nine, the worst uh-huh. things you can do. Uh-huh. Do not 
Um, because we know, especially us women bartenders, we know. Right. We know what's up. We know what's going on. We see you coming. Right. Do not come to me, order a shit ton of drinks, mm-hmm. and give me some sort of implication that you'll be back or you got me at the end of the night and all oh. that. I served you right now. Mm-hmm. I want my tip right now. I can't count on you <laughs> giving ah. me the tip at the end of the night after I've already blessed you four, five, six, so, seven times. So what? Is that supposed to be a way of and like, then, to try to get at you? No, that's what I was about to say. When oh. you do that and then you cheesing, you fake winking, you doing all this fake smooth shit that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to, you know, believe, okay, he got me at the end of the night and you shining with all this fake jewelry, all this shit. We know all, we, we, we're, we're hip. We know all of that. We know you ain't coming back. So you after that first low. roundabout and you're you tell me, low. and this is to bartenders who are just starting to bartend, when they tell you, oh, no, 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 I got you, I got you, baby girl, or sweetheart, or whatever, and they give you all these pet names and they don't even know you, mm-hmm. chances are they're not coming back at the end of the night mm-hmm. and they're not going to tip you. Mm-hmm. So on that second round when they come back, you make their drinks standard. <laughs> Let them pay for what they asked for and nothing more. Do not fall for it. The people that, that that got game will tell you, oh, no, baby girl, I got you at the end. No. Because guess what? If you're a drinker, you know the bartender needs to know what her money looking like from you so she know whether or not to look out for you. So a real drinker yeah. is going to know, I need to pay her now so yeah. she know what's up so that's, she can get me all night. Thing. I got to say, that if I could give a little piece of advice, you know, as a, as a veteran, mm-hmm. yo, dog, set the standard early. Yep. Like, when you come in there, and you see your bartender, and you know you're going to be here for a minute, like, dog, drop that big tip on the first drink. Like, go hard. And, like, even if it falls off a little bit by the third drink. It don't matter. It don't matter because you went hard already. You you show love already. So that next drink, you're going to be drunk as fuck. And then you come back and... And we don't don't expect $10 or $5 on each drink. It's just that when you show love off the break, I know to continue to show you love. If you start fading off and you're doing two now, I'm cool because you done already gave me 20. Hey, listen, dog. The best advice I could give you, for real, in three words, Drop that five, man. <laughs> I thought you was about to say tip the bartender. Drop that five, dog. Drop that five, son. Just drop that five. It ain't. It's not going to do. It'll break the for ice. You. It'll break the ice. It'll ch- it'll change your whole entire situation for that night. For, for that night. Hours. Just drop the five. Don't and be not don't to be mention, shook. Drop that five. Not to mention when we see stuff like that off the break, most likely you're not. You're going to pay for all your drinks, but you're going to get shot. So you're yep. getting shit for free. Yep. That's my life. Because we appreciate stuff like that. That's my life. You're going to walk out on a handstand <laughs> if I'm involved and you're tipping oh me properly. God. Yo, straight up, I have to run away from Abu, like, because she's like to the point where she's trying to get me fucking destroyed every time I see her. And I can't live like that. You know and what that's man? the goal. That's I got goal. real life responsibilities. So <laughs> every good bartender and every fun bartender. The, the passion is to get the text the next day like, from yo, a, a, a really good right a loyal <laughs> customer slash friend to say I was fucked up last fucked night up, you yeah. got us what I love when I see those texts not that oh, that's my man. intent to get no. you that busted but just to no. know that I did my job and you had a good time yeah, we got a few that's more all files to do. we got a few more files some legendary right. shit even so like right. hey, like I look at the whole thing like. Abel is the is one of the best bartenders because she can tell you how to get it right. More so than how to get it wrong, she can tell you how to get it right. 
Like right. I was, cause you know you cool. You want niggas to win. Like you, you be trying to get <laughs> niggas set up. Like like look, I see you over here with your little joy. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get you popping, my nigga. Right. You can hit that I mean, that's the, And that's the move. I mean, I'll sorry, ladies. I'm not, yeah, I don't want to be put out there. Like, I mean, but it is what it is. If I, if you, you know, you one of my buddies, homeboys, whatever it is, homegirls, for that matter, and you got company with you, everybody might not have the same pocket situation, whatever. If you fucking with me and you've taken care of me in the past, I might not even give you a tab off the break. I might throw you a few shots. You got company with you here. You and your friends taking shots. It's just about a um, relationship, a good bartender, customer relationship. Everything is about relationships, man, for real. And, like, with that being said, now, what is the next thing that you feel like just takes you into that level where you don't want to necessarily deal with a customer at the bar? Like, do you feel... Okay, good. This can be number, this is number eight. eight. Number, number eight. eight. Number eight. Um, one of the worst things people can do, and I think I'm going to mainly say this to the women. <laughs> I knew it was going. Okay, so, you know, <laughs> I I, it's, it it's always going. a thing. And, and it's, it is, it is what it is. It's oh. always a thing, you know, um, They'll have all these special instructions. I mean, first of all, a lot of y'all come to the club, and I'm fucking, I'm gonna put it out there because I've never been this type of person. I've been going out before I could go out and was legal to go out. Right. So I'm, I've been going out for a very long time. Right. A lot, of, a lot of y'all come out the house with absolutely no money, and if you do got money, you feel like you shouldn't have to spend it. You waiting for somebody to buy you something or do oh, something extra for you. Talk about so it. So when y'all come to the bar, don't oh. give me special instructions on how you want something, right. and then you ask. What each and every item costs, and I had to explain to you each brand what Hold it costs, and then you fuck around and buy Hold the that. cheapest drink. So that's what those long ass conversations between you and like that long conversation is her saying, <clears throat> How much is Patron? 10. How much is Jack? 8. How much is Goose? 11. How much is the cheapest? <laughs> how much is the cheapest thing you got? 6. Oh, okay, yeah. give me that. Oh. So, what the ah. fuck? First of all, when you get to me, you know what you want to spend. Don't well, ask me. Money at, girl. Yeah, don't ask. Don't ha- don't waste my time making me give right. you a fucking invoice <laughs> of the things that you're not even gonna order because now I missed out on two three dollars from two other people right. that I could have got while I'm sitting here going she down the shit list for you. Shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. And the thing about it is, if you out tonight, you've been out before. You know bar prices. Each uh-huh. one, each bar is different. But you uh-huh. know what you came out to spend, for one. You know your budget. You know what you drink. You know uh-huh. what it should cost. You know if your tip is already included. You know all this shit because you ain't just start sure. coming out. Don't hassle us bartenders <laughs> with, oh, what's this? How much is this? How much is this? How much is this? You know how much and that shit costs. Right. Come on. Keep it moving. <laughs> and what you're doing when you do that, a bartender knows to make you a sh- not a shitty drink, but a regular ass, yeah. regular paying person drink. And I'm not going to hook you clear. up. You know why? Because let's be clear. There's levels to drink. It's levels. It's levels to drink. Right. Now, if you asking me prices, nine times out of ten, you don't got money or you don't like spending your yeah. money. So I know not to hook you up. Prices why? is standard. Because levels you already... Of drinks- is, right. It varies across the globe. And if you're asking prices, that's like going into a shoe store True. or anywhere else. If you got to ask, you probably ain't got yeah. it and you shouldn't be there. So guess what? I'm going to give you a standard drink because I'm already expecting you mm-hmm. not to tip me. But I'm going to tell you, I feel like a, a, a strong drink in D.C. is a standard drink in New Orleans. 
Probably. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like places, some places, certain different places got different standards. I'll take right. it even different. Baltimore. Baltimore are different. Like, do you feel like the, the bar game in DC is is fucked up because it's too much of that type of thing going on? I don't you feel know like if it's, it's a, I don't think it's a DC thing. It's just a, a, a customer thing. I mean, right. it's, just, it's just the customer. Okay. You get it's what just you. People. This is people all over the globe. You get what you pay for, right. and you get more when you pay me. Plain and simple. <laughs> <laughs> you get more when you pay me. So the the hundred dollars that you might first. the hundred dollars that you might spend at stadium for a fifteen dollars shot uh-huh. is the fifty dollars that you might spend with me for a couple of drinks. Uh-huh. Why? Because I made sure you had that thing in that cup and yep. you was right and you wanted to tip. Right. Certain places you go, you can't even tip because they already. Like pulling your pockets because the oh, drinks are high, but you're not. And they smack you in the head for right. forty to come in. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you're at a place like Live, Eleventh uh-huh. and U Street, where the drinks are reasonably beyond reasonably priced, eight dollars, yeah. ten dollars, eleven dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tip the bartender. That's the best thing. I Those real nigga drink prices right there. Those right. are like people who like we not try to show off. Like you know what I'm saying? All that bottle shit. Let me ask you this: You don't even play that game, even though you could. You definitely could. That bottle service, bottle well, we, we I have to I have to do it you sometimes right. when we when we have people who it's rare at live because we're not that type of place, but we do do it. But I mean like even standardly like you know, every day of the week or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like what do you feel like how you feel about that game? Like how you feel about that shit? As far as what? Like, you know, being like in that, that bottle, bottle that table service, service type thing. That, I mean, what's the they, difference they, between that a, and, and a like, yeah, what you doing? Um, the difference is, is the amount of work you do and the money. Um, I Who does more work? A bartender does more work because we're dealing with constant volume. We're dealing with constant customer. Like, a customer is always in our face. With a table, you're pretty much dropping something off, and your money is paid and set right then and there. Okay. So, you might leave. I might leave with 500 A, a bottle server may leave with 500 for uh-huh. her one or two tables or three tables that she had for that night. But right. she might not have done as much work. I might leave with more because they don't get... They get Paid from pretty much from gratuity, right. depending on how many bottles the customer buys. Right. I might leave it a little more because I just had customers in you my face flow. the whole time. Right. You I had, had a flow. flow. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you feel like at the end of the day, do you feel like the bottle side of the game is more lucrative, or do you feel it, like it can be? It's just all of that stuff as far as money. Everything depends on where you're working, how you work, who you are. If people know you or they don't know you, if they fuck with you, if they don't fuck with you, your personality, your character, your attitude, your demeanor for that particular night, it just depends. How about you feel like what you look like and the type of shit you wear? I used to think that was like, and a lot of, and this is too, another note for people who are, well, especially women. Who are just well, men and women who are just entering the bartender game. Because girls be thirsty at the bar too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of it, a lot of it counts for your looks, but it's personality too. Because you can look like you know Jessica fucking Rabbit and have a um, Cookie Monster attitude. You can just have a shitty ass attitude, or you can pour a fucked up drink. 
Or you right. might not even know the drink. You might just be standing there thinking because you cute, you about to get money tonight. No, if my drink ain't right, I'm not tipping you. <laughs> Plain and simple. I didn't come to see you. Real I came tea. to get drunk. Hey, I'm on a whole day. I came to that's party. What are you talking about? It's, it's good if you <laughs> if you cute, if you that's cute, tight. But I'm, right. I'm trying to get my drink. You cute <laughs> right. shit, but give me my drink like, and make on. it right. What's my problem with you? Right. <laughs> so, I mean, all that counts, but to you new bartenders entering the game, looks help and they definitely may help you get a job but the, all that shit depends on your skill if you can move fast because at the end of the day a owner of a bar does not really care how much how you look they they want cute bartenders behind or handsome bartenders behind their bar uh-huh. to attract business but at the same time your looks is not going to pay them they volume pays them how much is being ringed in that drawer pays them True. so a lot of it has to do with that but for the majority of it you got to know what the hell you're doing you can't just be cute and be standing there like a mannequin and not know what the hell you're doing now do you all right so we're going to get back to this list but it's just so funny because it's like i got questions that i always want shoot to them. You, like shoot all the questions because as you're asking i'm sure my that 10 list is going to be yeah, probably we, a part of your Yeah, we get into it. Right. Exactly. No, we, we deep into it right now. So, this and this is kind of, I'll probably try to phrase this as a part of the 10 list. Like, so, when you get at the, when you get to the bar and you're in a place and it's, it's busy, it's, you know, it's, it's a nice flow. Like, what is the, what are some of the things that people say to you, that kind of will take you into a zone where you'll be like, nah, I'm, that's not the person I want to fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what are some of those trigger words or some of those, you know, because I've heard certain bartenders be like, yo, don't, don't A.O. me or don't, don't A.O. me. Oh, you know, well, like I mean, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? What? That goes without saying, like, especially for, you know, us women bartenders. Like, what's your trigger word? Don't, 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 first of all, don't feel like, don't say words that you think um, that gonna don't use words that or terms that you think is gonna attract me to get to you first, like a a boo, hey baby. Because yeah. first of all, I don't know you; we're not on a personal level, so nothing in that is gonna make me oh oh you call me boo. So what you want to drink? No, you, I'm gonna ignore you and go to the next person because I don't know you like that. And when you do that, it kind of makes me think. Okay. You're trying to swindle me in, in a way because why would you feel like you're comfortable enough to call me boo or baby? Right. You don't know me. I'm just a bartender. Sure. So you're really letting me indirectly. You don't think you are, but you're indirectly letting me know for real you ain't shit. You probably ain't going to tip because you already want to swindle. You already <laughs> trying yeah, to work your shit with me. To. You know what I mean? Right. You hustling, right? right exactly. I'm here as a hustler. So exactly. I pay attention to boo, baby, precious, gorgeous, damn, you look good tonight. All that shit is cool. I probably uh-huh. knew that before I left out the door. I don't need your. I don't need uh-huh. your extra so or that's that. The, so that's number seven then. Don't. That's number seven. Don't sweet talk the fucking bartender. Please, it does not mean? work. That shit tips don't really work. work. Tips, 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 tips work. Tips work. Words are just bullshit. We've been doing it too long. So we tip, hit all that. Okay, so so let me ask you. So if I'm telling you good, you know, and I'm like I'm like fairly handsome, you know what I'm saying, like. Can I get your attention then? Like, can I be like, yo, okay. I mean, is that a general question or a, tr- a that's, question for April? That's a general question uh, for April. In, <laughs> I mean, in general, you can be as handsome, you can be as whatever you want. It means nothing to me because at that period of time when I'm working, I'm about my money. So you're not trying to meet people behind the bar. 
No, I'm not saying I, I can't be sociable or friendly. It just depends yeah. on what's going on at that moment. Sometimes okay. it's just too much going on for me to okay. grin and cackle at every little thing that you yeah. say. But there are some times that it's kind of mellow, it's yeah. moderate. It's one of those times where yeah. I can conversate a little bit, which I really don't like to do because it's a bar that is too loud in the first place and all that lean over the bar I don't like to do. But it has been some times where I've met cool people and I've invited them back to the bar or I let them know about other things that I'm doing. And I became, I, like, I have a lot of friends now, like yourself, that I've become cool, close, and friends with that I met as a initially as a customer. So yeah. I'm not... Sure I'm do. not close to, you know, you I'm open-minded. Yeah, I'm not closed right. all to that, right. but I see the shit when it's coming. I all know right. the shit shitters and the bullshitters when they're coming. All right. So I looks so. and all that don't appeal to me off the break. It's what you deliver, not just the tips, but it's your character, your personality, if you're not coming on too strong. And you're just a cool, laid-back person, then, yeah, I might be fucking with you on some sociable or friendship-type stuff. I feel you on that. And I, I think that actually a lot of more people need to like take that approach when they hit the bar. Because you know, everywhere you Just go, don't every bar got cute bartenders. Right? Right. That's what they do. That's what they about. So yeah, you know we so? hear so, every right, day. Y'all there. Be original. You see, it ain't no shit you ain't heard. It ain't right. no shit you ain't seen. You know what I'm saying? So just be yourself because ain't nobody right. else you. Trust you know me, we saying? know what we see it coming. Yeah, we know absolutely. when it's, we know when it's, it's, it's Faulty. We know right. you once, you know, flash your money or right. count your money under the bar as if somebody gives a shit or is looking and you counting ones the whole time anyway. Like, we pay right. attention to all of that. So, look, for number six, this is what I'm going to ask you. And I need you to write it down. I need you to be real. What is the what is the wackest drink for a guy to order and what's the wackest drink for a girl to order? Like, what? Is that drink that makes you say, "Oh my God, are you serious right now?" Um, <laughs> I, well, like, for, for me, the wackest <laughs> drink for a guy to order for himself, right, for himself, exactly, will be himself. something like a um, maybe an amaretto sour oh. or or um, tequila sunrise. Oh, and a lot of times, hey, fellas, stop ordering amaretto sours and tequila sunrises immediately. I mean, and I, if I you're think, doing that, stop. <laughs> I think that has a lot to do. I mean, I take it now because I've been bartending for quite some time. At first, I used to just be like, okay, this is a bitch shit, but whatever. I got to <laughs> serve him what, he, what he's asking for. But then you have to consider a lot of people are just starting to drink or True. they are not drinkers or they True. can't, you know, handle certain things. So True. you got to respect it. Whatever they ask for, give it to it's them. No but it's still though. some bitch ass it's shit. Like, it's a bitch ass shit though. <laughs> female, I... the worst drink ladies that you can ask for is the one that you cannot afford. Ugh. Damn, that's Plain and simple. real. Because it, I just I just get so sick of that. Like That happens out. a lot. The, the same when I go back to whatever number we talked about, when you ask and you running me, you making me run down all these prices, and then you end up saying, "Well, what's the cheapest thing? You got anything for five or six dollars? Like, come on, like, stop coming to the bar thinking some dude is gonna walk up to you and ask you, do you want a drink? Come and out with your money ready." So, so here's the thing: you feel like this is not. I mean, this definitely ain't just at live. It ain't. I mean, it's no. lives all over the world. You know this, what I'm saying? This, this is every bar. This is people in general. I every have had to girl. cut. I have made it a habit of going out by myself, mainly because yeah. I got tired of being around females 
that will say, come on, let's go out. We go out and they don't go straight to the bar. I do. They don't go straight to the bar. They wait around for somebody to ask them, do they want anything? I'm not going to go in a club ready to party and wait 30, 40 minutes till somebody gets my attention and says, do I want something from the bar? Yeah. No, have your shit together. You want to come out, have fun. Even if you don't have the money, get drunk or do what you got to do before you get there. So for real, I'm, this is what I'm hearing. Like, number five is really just broke-ass females. <laughs> I mean, so, and it's not all of them being broke. It's just the, females feeling... Uh, Okay. You know, privileged or something like somebody's supposed to. Not no. as much as females, but no, yeah, it's some no. it's some that come to the bar that ain't together either, and no. I know no. how to look out for them too. So let me ask you: Do you feel like, as far as like bar etiquette, and then I can just speak for your particular bar that you work at, mm-hmm. like Live, which is a top notch establishment? Do you feel like people like? have you know you feel like people got like respect for like you know the whole bar and people understand what's going on up there like you feel like most people step to you probably most people do like i had to train a girl um i'm sorry i had to train a young lady um yesterday at live and i pretty much let her know because she had never had any real bartender experience she had only been to bartending school and i let her know like for the most part she was kind of nervous about messing up drinks and stuff like that. I said, one thing you don't have to worry about is the fact that most people who come to bars, uh-huh. it's not their first time at a bar. True. It's not their first drink. True. They know what they want. They know they ex- they know what to expect from the drink. So it's really no way to fuck up the drink as long as you're putting the, the right amount so in. So for number four, how about this? Like, what are the type of drinkers? Like, what are the worst type of drinkers at, your, at the bar? The worst type of drinkers are the, the, the drinkers that drink, 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 and don't tip, tip, tip. I mean, but I'm talking about, like, when they get drunk and they, well, and, like, I, I don't, behavior, I, like, I mean, I don't, I try not to judge people on that. I mean, yeah, you're coming out cool. to have fun. You're coming cool. out to, you come, like some, some people go out to have fun. Some True. people come out to dance. Some people come True. out to hear the music. Some people come out for the bartender. Some people come out to get obliterated. So, behind the bar, like, you don't really, but you the worst like type. from that, you know? No, I mean, the worst type would be the one who just kind of tends to overdo it, like get put out or, you know. How often do you cut people off? Not often. Okay. No, not often. Because, I mean, if you know what you're doing, and I'm experienced, if you know what you're doing, buy the third, fourth, fifth drink, whatever, you can kind of, if you see somebody's face enough in one night, you know what you've been serving, especially if they got a tag. The tag clearly lets you know how much they've been. But some people can handle it, some can't. So at some point, and they teach you this in bartending school, but it has to be experience too that teaches you this. You just, you know, slowly but surely offer them water in between. You talk to them a little bit to throw the time off. You make the drink a little weaker, even though you're not overpowering it with juice or mix you just making the drink a little smaller a little weaker this is before you see a reason that cut off no it's when you see it kind of like their eyes a little small or they might be (laughs) slurring a little bit or now they're saying shit that don't make sense you don't have to cut them off you ask them are they driving Uh make sure that somebody else is driving first ask them how they getting home offer them bottles of water and just little things like that all right that's what's up all right so that's number four right there these are the type of drinkers and this is the type of person you don't want to fucking be. You know what I'm saying? Make right. sure that you take care of yourself. Drink that water, man. When that bartender offer you that water, drink take that. It. Take it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Take that time and 
relax and don't yourself, be offended bro. by it. some people get offended like oh yeah. i'm good i'm good and trust me we know when a person is good or not yeah definitely i can definitely say that yo you've been around for a minute so i would tell you let tell tell the audience and we're gonna wrap it up on this like for real the top three things like in this way of not to piss your bartender off that's this list we on the top three right now Tell people the top three things that you can do to make to your bartender to piss to me sh- off. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say the first thing. I don't know which one is more important and what order, but one thing. No, I think this is the worst. The worst thing for me is for you to be that guy because it doesn't apply for the women. That guy that um, pulls out his money, flashes his <laughs> money, and flashes flash his money oh, to show me guy. what he's capable oh. of paying or buying, oh. and say all the shit about oh. what he can do and all that. Don't give me your business wow, at the bar. Don't that. do okay. that. That's it's Yo, not. The, it's so. Guys, it's so eighties. Guys, chill it's, out. We're not on the block. <laughs> I don't need to know that. Furthermore, not for this doesn't apply for me. But you could be dealing with a shiesty ass bartender. Right. I'm putting you on some real you game. You shit. keep showing your money. Right. You might be with a ghetto ass bartender that texts. Her, text her, text her baby father or somebody. They gonna get you. Look, come watch this dude right here. Right. And this is what he has on. As soon as oh you get to the parking goodness. lot to your car, there it is. It, because you want to flash. Like, that's yep. is, is not a good hey, yo, So be careful. Take heed. Be, care- be safe, though. Be safe. Word the tax so Be safe. And we've been laughing and joking, but that's what <laughs> yeah. to take seriously for the so Flashing what, your money is not a good look. So what's the next one? That was a big piece right there. Y'all need to hold on to that. Um, I say another one is, oh, no, I'm going to say that for number one. So uh, the second one is, um, oh, the second (laughs) one is for the guys again and for the women. Don't, don't come to my bar and I take care. Well, shit, now it's like four, but I'm going to do the three. Don't come to my bar and I look out for you. And then you have your friend or your friends with you, but you don't put them on that the reason I'm looking out for you is for whatever that reason is. And then your friends come back without you and expect me to look out for them. And they got a whole nother set of friends with them. Ooh, don't try to put the squad don't, on. Don't put the squad on because now <laughs> I'm irritated and I'm no longer Especially looking out for you. Especially if the squad ain't showing love. Right. I don't, I don't, yeah. Bartenders are not obligated to give anyone anything. Let alone you have to respect the fact that we still have a job to do. Like none of that is our liquor. We don't own it. It's not ours. When we do that, it's because establishment allows us to. So give us that same courtesy because we're giving you a courtesy when we do things like that. Technically, it's coming out of their pockets. They know we take shots and do things like like that. But yeah, be keep it. Keep just keep it cool. Don't don't do don't over. Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. Right. Don't overdo your motherfucking good bar credit. Cause that shit is whack. So now, what's the next? The no, what's the number, number one? one? Oh man, the number, number one, one thing, and this ain't just for um, bartenders in general. This literally applies directly to me, April, the bartender <laughs> at Live. So if you're coming to Live and you know who I am, I'm talking to you. If you've ever done this, or if you're ever thinking about doing it, please no. do not do not try to flirt with me or pay me or over tip me. Or whatever it is, and when you don't get the response that you want from me, you tell me 
my laws. Please do not do that. You are the biggest fool. You are the biggest idiot. The next time I see you, I don't care how much money you have, I'm oh, going to direct man. you to the other bartender because at that point, you're just... I, you know what? You're just showing up. I think like, that you is the that, number like, one rule. I'm going I'm to wrap it up in a nutshell. Don't try to play big on the bartender. Don't do it on my watch. Please. Don't try to play big on and the bartender. And this ain't even just about being... I'm going to have to take it off the bartender thing. As a man, do never tell a woman that you don't know, don't have no personal dealings with her laws. It's never my laws because there's never nothing established. All I was here Ooh, to do tonight this behind like this bar. This sounds like a real specific incident. No, it's because, yes. <laughs> okay. My job at that time behind the bar is to give you what you pay for. I may give you a little more lookout, but I'm here to make you drinks. I'm not here to be your woman. I'm not here to be your counselor. She's and I'm talking gonna throw to that, you. I'm talking to you. She's talking to you, I don't man. owe you a conversation. She is talking I don't owe to you. you anything. Never hey, is it my loss. It's definitely hey, look, your loss once you say that. I totally agree with that. No I'm with that. I'm with, I, I 100% stand beside that statement. Black Broadway, we are behind that statement. Yo, get your shit together, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. And yo, and that was the fucking top 10 right there. I hope y'all learned something. I hope through all of that dialogue, you picked up some real rules. April, you was dropping gems. <laughs> Jewels, like real they need to princess know. cut diamonds out here on the Y'all public. Y'all need to know. I've been meaning to get this off. I'm, I'm appreciative of this platform because oh, wow. these are things that I'm oh, sure, wow. again, what most the... bartenders can appreciate. Wow. They may not agree uh, with all uh, of them, but I'm sure 99.99% will agree. I'm going to make sure things. all my bartenders listen to this because, yo, I'm I'm tight with the bartender community because right. I'm a social alcoholic. <laughs> like, and that's cool. That's what we do. I, I could never you, drink you, in you, my house. You pay to play, though. And we, Absolutely. we love people like you. I could never drink in my house. But, like, when I'm going out, my nigga, I'm going to have the most drinks. And I'm never going to walk out the spot sloppy. Thank you. Abel, you ever seen me go out bad? No, I, I can't say that. Thank you. <laughs> it's just not... It's just I, For real. And if you had... I would want you to keep it real on this podcast and well, be like, no, nah, it was that I, one time. I if I did, I probably don't remember because I was probably was with right me. with you. So, I mean, that's just what it's going to be. Because you was with me. And that's the thing. Get a good relationship with your bartender because time, most times uh, out of 10, we hang out, we fun people. We do this. Bartenders are the hey, we do worst, this, well, worst and best, well, best yes. drinkers. You guys are enablers. And not only that, you yeah. just to our advantage. Because guess what? We got the plug wherever we go. Because bartenders uh, share a great relationship with other bartenders. Hey. April was the plug at Charged Up Festival. Once again, right. shout out to Omar <laughs> and Dez, man. For real. April was the plug. But before we get out of here, before we wrap episode five up, I want to let April plug all the shit that she got popping. Because it's not just behind the bar. Like, I mean, like I said, I'm a barber. I'm a nigga that's in the service industry and I'm doing this. Because this is all about me expressing my creativity and like having that outlet. And all of us in the service industry tend to have that same outlook right. because, you know, we do this shit because we like money, nigga. Right, Not right, because right. we love fucking alcohol right. or because I love fucking hair. It's because I like money. Right. And I knew that this was a way to get money, so let me get it. And April is the same type of person, so I want to use Black Broadway to plug all the April Nicole's flashes. So, baby, the floor is yours. Go. So, first, I want to thank all my supporters who do come to live. Like, I have a lot of loyal customers, even the ones who still support me um, that used to come to see me at Lounger 3. That's still family. Lounger 3 
is at 1013 U Street. I know I work and live, but I'm still going to plug them in because that's family. U Street is a, just a whole big, um, just family type joint it's anyway. A, it's, it's just black a community. Broadway. Right. It's so black Broadway. Yo. We don't, we don't, you know, not shout each other out. Um, Real talk. So I used to be there, but I'm at Live Now, which is shout at 2001 11th Street Northwest. It's at the corner of 11th and U, right across from the flower shop. You can always find me upstairs at the first bar. Um, also follow me on Instagram. My personal info is study killing them. S T E A D Y K I L L I N M. Um, I also have a clothing line, which is called firm believer. That's at firm believer with the F B at the end. Also, um, I do artwork. I paint, I do your house. I'll paint your toes. I'll paint any damn thing. Whatever you want. I got it. I'm painting <laughs> on it. Whatever. I'm going to show y'all all the Instagram. <laughs> this shit going to be on my Instagram. Um, At U Street Fresh. This is going to be on my Instagram. Check it out, yo. You can follow my artwork page um, on Instagram at Artsogen, which is spelled A-R-T-Z-G-E-N. I know we said my art, my heart earlier, but um, I did recently change the name to Artsogen. Okay. My website is Artsogen.com, A-R-T-Z-G-E-N. Dot com. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at April. I do it all, Nicole. I don't do it all, but you know what I mean. I'm very talented. And, and yeah, so that's where that comes from. Um, and so what? You, can, <laughs> you what? can follow me at April. I do it all, Nicole, on Facebook. Also, my other Facebook page is uh, Firm Believer, which is my clothing line. Um, also subscribe to the Transitions Web series. Yes. I'm involved in that. Yo, big shout out there. to Big G and everybody yes. involved with that. Yo, transition. You'll see a lot of familiar faces from DC in this Transitions um, web series. It's kind of like a DC version of The Wire. Uh, or but like Money and Violence even. Like shout out to those dudes too, man. For real, I love that shit, man. Money and Violence. Thanks to Han Hannibal Chancellor. He's on Facebook. This is the person who... Um, has the vision for Transitions web series. Thank him for involving me. I'm doing my little acting part in it. And you can also um, just be looking out in 2016 for some more. I'm not going to spill it just yet, but just 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 stay on the lookout. I'm, I'm always killing it. I'm always working, always yes. moving, steady killing them. Yes. That's why I chose the name. Thanks, Fab, for the song. But oh. that's what it is. Thanks, Yo, guys. You killed the whole shit, Abel. Oh, my God. Yo, you killed this shit, Amy, for real, <laughs> man. Yo, straight up and down. Episode fucking five. Drunk at the bar. Sipping while we speak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, really, it's happening, yo. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> but now we got quick going on with the south side. We got to get back up to the street, man. Really, we got shit to do. So, man, hey, shout out to everybody that's rocking with Black Broadway. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. Don't forget, go to the website, sign the email notes, sign up, get all the information that we're going. Start the conversation. We out here. I'm on Twitter at U Street Press, U S T F R E S H. I'm on Instagram at U Street Press, U S T F R E S H. Fuck with me, man. Hashtag Black Broadway, B L B C K Broadway. Five. Out.